You're listening to the EdUp Experience, where we make education your business. On today's episode, we have an incredible guest, Jack Vanek. She's a social media dominator, a fashion trendsetter, a revolutionary podcast host, and an entrepreneur extraordinaire. Let's get to it. Welcome, everybody. This is Elvin Freitas. And this is Joe Salustio. And on the line, we have Jack Vanek. Jack, how you doing? I am so great, you guys. I'm working by my pool right now, which is amazing. Uh, spoken kind of... like a true entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> I love what can it. I now, say? Where are you right now, Jack? Um, I'm at uh, my apartment in Marina Del Rey, California. Oh, beautiful. I'm in freezing New York City. Actually, it's not that bad. It's kind of sunny, a little warm, so it's nice. So enjoy that beautiful sun over there. Yeah, at least it's not blizzarding. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Jack, we're very excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much for being the first guest. This is an honor and a pleasure. And um, we would love to know, let's go all the way back to the beginning, how it all got started, the Jack Bannock brand. Talk to us about oh. that story. How did it get started? Oh, boy. I'm going way back, way back. Um, so... <laughs> The Jack Vanek brand actually started when I was a senior in college. I went to UCLA. I studied design and media arts, which is kind of their version of graphics-based design. And while I was um, in my undergrad, I was also, you know, on the internet, like many people that were my age. I had a MySpace, and I kind of gained this following on MySpace through going to different concerts and writing about my experiences. So I had a lot of people really interested in my life. So while I was trying to either get a second job to help pay for my way at UCLA or figure it out some other way, um, I had this idea to make these rubber bracelets with different sayings and different words on them. And I started selling them on my MySpace page. I started selling them in my backpack at concerts and I gave them to some of my friends and bands. They'd wear them on stage. Their fans would see them and it kind of snowballed from there. All these kids wanted to buy bracelets to kind of emulate their favorite rock stars. So that's kind of where it began while I was in my design class at UCLA. Now, Jack, this is, this is Joe. And, you know, I was reading a little bit about your bio and you know, um, sort of, you were doing blogging before blogging was really even a thing. Did that, did that blogging that you were doing and journaling lead to the business uh, and the brand, or was it the reverse where you started the brand first and the bracelets, and then you started, you know, promoting it through journaling and, and your blogging? So it's, it's, uh, I actually started blogging, I guess, before it wasn't even called blogging. I had an online journal called Live Journal when I was 16 years old. I was still in high school. And that's kind of where my online life began. So that's when everybody kind of started following what I was doing. And then the brand came after and it was kind of taking advantage of this following that I had on the internet. And this is back in a time before, you know, people that were quote unquote MySpace famous or famous on the internet, nobody saw that as a value. Everybody kind of thought it was a joke. So it's funny looking back now when that's kind of now all brands really want is that grassroots organic following for brands. So this is uh, Elvin. Uh, I had a question for you, uh, Jack. So how did you actually market? Because you said you ended up having a follow-up. Did people just find you or did you do word of mouth? How did you let people know that you were online? So I guess it was kind of word of mouth, more of like a digital word of mouth. 
like I said, it was through, I was on my journal, I was on MySpace and kids that were in, I was in a very kind of niche music scene, all of the concerts that I was going to. So these kids kind of were in their own little world and they followed all of the band members and their friends and that, that whole music scene very closely. So I kind of just organically had people coming to me, following my stories and following, you know, playlists and that kind of stuff. So it was kind of pre-influencer influencer. When did you realize that when Jack, when did you realize that you really had something on your hands here? I mean, there, you know, I'm imagining that you go and you're selling bracelets and you're, you're going and you're, you know, meeting with bands and they're wearing your bracelets. You know, is there a moment when you go, you know, I really have something here that I need to leverage. And, you know, does, does your, how does your brain kick in from, you know, this is cool to wait a minute, I've got a, a, a business idea here that I can really leverage. And was there a switch and how you were thinking about what you were doing to, turning this into a business and how did that sort of unfold in your head? Right. So I did have a moment. It was funny. I would, there was this tour called the war tour and it was like a punk rock music festival tour in the summer. It would travel all over the country. It'd be 500 people on this tour, but this was back when I was like 21 years old, just starting the brand. I just had bracelets out of my backpack, like I was saying. And I, you know, was just standing out in the crowd selling bracelets out of my backpack. And I ended up getting this line of kids that was over a hundred people long that was bigger wow. than any of the bands there that were selling their merchandise that were actually playing. So that was kind of wow. a moment where I was like, holy moly, this uh, actually is something more than, you know, selling five bracelets and making 20 bucks a day. So it was, it was a cool moment because I didn't really, I didn't plan for it. I obviously had no experience. It kind of just organically happened and I just trusted my gut at that point. That's awesome. So I had a question. Uh, who did you turn to for support? I'm curious, during your time at UCLA, did you talk to faculty? Did you talk to friends, roommates, um, family members? Who did you say, hey, I have this. I want to do this. What do you think? So my parents are like my biggest support in the entire world. Um, they, <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> well, they're my best friends, um, but they they take on every crazy idea that I have and just roll with it ever since I was a kid. So my parents actually helped me ship out all of my bracelets and my merchandise from their garage for the first like five years of doing my business. It was insane. Um, so they have always awesome. been my people that I, that I go to, but again, they didn't have any business experience in that world either. So it was kind of just mm. learning as you go. Um, but as far as faculty, I mean, Design-wise, I did have a um, degree in graphic design, and that did obviously help me in what I'm doing today. I'm literally doing graphic design on my computer right now. So I did have um, one teacher that really that really helped me through that, just for like design purposes specifically. So, to, so talk to us a little bit about what is the Jack Bannock brand, and what you know, because what's the scope? and maybe highlight some of the of the things that have been significant for your brand as you have expanded, you know, to give our listeners a, really an idea if they don't know you, um, you know, what your brand is today, where your brand is, uh, uh, you know, where they can find, you know, what you offer, you know, how you market um, the, the items that you sell. Give us a sort of an overall idea of what the brand is today. 
Right. So it started off with the bracelets, like I said, the little one inch rubber bracelets with different words and sayings on them. Um, since then, it has expanded into clothing, um, apparel, home goods, accessories. So it's kind of, you know, built into this complete lifestyle brand out of this one single rubber bracelet, which is really cool. Um, and from there, too, um, I'm still doing the Jack Vanek brand now, but I've expanded in my professional life a couple different ventures, too, that I've used my design experience and my branding experience um, to help with that as well. So it kind of the Jack Vanek brand kind of shines through in everything that I do in my life professionally. Now, is it fair to say, is it fair to say, Jack, that you sort of helped define a, a generation of kids? I mean, you know, as I was doing research about you and your brand, it seems like this was really a movement to some degree. Um, that, you know, there were celebrities and, and, and kids all wearing your brand all of the time. It was sort of almost seemed like a generational uh, uh, thing that you had going on when you first started out. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to say that I was kind of part of the way of paving that um, that wave of people. We, There was me and a couple other people back in the day in the MySpace day that started brands off of their popularity. And like I said before, this was kind of something that people didn't take seriously if you have a bunch of followers or friends on a website. And um, I think I really took advantage of that and showed that you could turn that into something that's really tangible and profitable. So, yeah, I'd like to think that it helped. That's so, Jack, I, I just had a question. Um, so now that you're doing the brand, and um, I know that you do the, the Lady Gang podcast, I would love to learn more about how did you get involved in that and um, where is that going in the future? Okay, so the Lady Gang podcast is a podcast with me and then two of my girlfriends, Kelsey Knight, who is a TV presenter at Entertainment Tonight, and then Becca Tobin, she's an actress uh, best known for her role on Glee. And we started the podcast over four years ago. Um, we're all kind of in the industry a little bit feeling plateaued in our careers and just sick of waiting for everybody else to kind of make answers on, you know, where our career was going to go. So nice. we came up with the idea to start a podcast. I had only listened to one podcast at that time. <laughs> it, they were very, no, nobody really had them. They were very minimal. Yeah. So we started the podcast idea out thinking it was going to be a celebrity driven podcast. You know, we'd have different celebrity guests on. We still do. Um, but the more that we did it and the more we shared about our lives, the more that our listeners became really invested with us personally and what was going in our lives. And it's now kind of, you know, taken on a life of its own and turned into this massive community of amazing women all over the world. Yeah, I think yeah, you're being was, uh, a little. Uh, she's being a little humble, Elvin, yeah. and you, you like, un, you pulled the, you pulled the cover off this sort of huge topic, and and she's being super humble. And you know, as we were looking at, at you uh, sort of researching the Lady Gang and the impact that you have, and I just for everybody that's going to listen to this, just to understand um, how humble Jack is being here. Um, they have had the Lady Gang. You're one third of this sort, this uh, amazing host panel have had over 55 million, that's 55 million downloads. <laughs> um, and, and like that number just in my head, I can't even compute as, as Elvin and I are, are doing this podcast with you. <laughs> 55 million would be nice. We're, we're going to start numbering. <laughs> but that I means just how incredible that is. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, 
it's a when you say it's a community of women, I, it's almost like a rabid community of women, meaning they're just so passionate about the lady game yeah. and women's empowerment and you know sort of dominating. And it's awesome to watch how how the, your impact that you and Becca uh, and Kelty have had on women and women's issues. And so I, I don't even know if there's a question in there, Jack, other than just to say how impressed we were as we were looking um, at your information. I mean, 55 million downloads. Can you even get your mind around that now in four years? Do you guys look back at that and go, holy crap, you know, what's ha what has happened? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I mean, like I said, we, we started this not really knowing exactly where it was going to go. We thought it was going to be something that was completely different than what it's turned into. So I think the thing that we've all learned is to kind of just roll with what's working and expand and focus on that. And what that has been is kind of our girls in our community. Like we have so many dope girls in our Facebook group that are helping each other out that like are just outside of what we're doing. And it's just really cool to see women coming together and supporting each other in a really awesome way i've never seen anything like it before do you get a yeah, lot of feedback jack uh, elvin I'll, I'll let me ask her this before you, you jump in do, do you get a lot of feedback from the women that you know that listen do you um do you understand the influence that you have do they tell you about the influence you have on them as, as people do are their lives being changed as a part of your podcast do you ever get that type of feedback from your listeners Oh yeah, we get that all the time, which is so crazy. And I think the coolest, one of the coolest things about the way that we're doing things is we have this quote unquote secret Facebook group that we have um, around 30,000 women in and Kelsey and I are still in it. And we're still, if some girl is posting about, you know, problems that she's having with her husband, we're jumping in and giving her feedback. I just made a post the other day about how my boyfriend snores and I really need to get a solution to it so he doesn't <laughs> have to sleep on the couch. So... <laughs> Hey everyone, reminder that you're listening to the EdUp Experience, where we make education your business. As you can tell in this first episode, we did have some audio issues, which will be cleared up in future episodes. For now, please enjoy the second part of the conversation with Jack Vanek. Yeah. Oh uh, my and God. By the way, I just want to let you know that Elvin and I, is the, we also have a secret uh, Facebook group with three people. So we're, we're aspiring for, for the 30,000, so you know. Oh, you're, you're almost there. You know, you got to start yeah. somewhere. There was a time when there's only three people in our Facebook group. So you yeah. never know. Yeah, that's right. And you know, I, ahead, what, I love about, what I love about the podcast, too, is that when you do the advertisements, I love how you use your personal lives, your personal stories, and you just like, uh, you know, put in the sponsorship there. And I, I just think that's brilliant. I just think that's so important. So bravo to you. I love that. It makes it so, so personal and so understanding. It's kind of like you, you match yourself up with the sponsor that you feel comfortable with and you feel as though, okay, I can talk about this because something has happened to me or to my girlfriend or stuff like that. So, you know, bravo to you. That's fantastic. But my question is, I wanted to know, you know, because this is about uh, Ed Up, you know, it's kind of like education. I'm kind of like level up. So how yeah. do you always find time to to uh, progress, to, to learn something new? Do you read, you watch videos, podcasts? What's your process to kind of stay in the know? Um, I'm a huge documentary fan, and then I'm also a huge podcast listener. I would like 
to say that I read more than I do, but I, my ADD has gone crazy in the past <laughs> couple of years, but audiobooks are great. Um, yeah. yeah, I think podcasts are great because you can just put them on when you're working or when you're driving or when you're cleaning. So I like to be productive while I'm also teaching myself something. So that's kind of where I, um, I like to learn. Now, are you listening to marketing podcasts? Is there uh, like just for, um, you know, how to market or are you listening to Gabby V or Tony Robbins? Kind of what, what type of podcast are you listening to? Um, so this is going to be a really weird answer. I'm a big fan of true crime. So I listen to a lot of true oh. crime podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> I, have a true crime, I have a true crime podcast of my own as well. Um, oh, it's no like the Lady Gang. So that's kind of my uh, passion project. Um, that's where I have just so much interest in it and like the, the criminal justice system and all that kind of stuff. So that's where I always am finding myself when I'm browsing the podcast list. Which is interesting so, because I understand that your I I understand that your true crime podcast is growing pretty rapidly as well. Is that is oh, that yeah. the case for you guys? It's blowing up, which is crazy. It's such a it's a genre that is absolutely exploding. So it's really cool. What's the name of the podcast for everybody that's gonna to listen to us so that uh if they want to tune in? Um, it's called The First Degree and it's uh the premise of a podcast is telling stories to somebody that is one degree away from the crime or the perpetrator or the victim. So you're getting a very, a personal anecdotal kind of, uh, uh, insight to different circumstances, which is really cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's super cool. Okay. And so, How do you, um, I wanted to ask about the reality show. I read something about the e, uh, reality show. Yeah, so we did a season of our Lady Gang TV show for E! Uh, last year, and it was a new experience for me. <laughs> uh, the other the other two girls have been in the entertainment industry for 10 years plus, um, so they're kind of used to the ropes in that world, but it was a new experience for me, totally out of my comfort zone, but it was really cool, uh, great learning process, uh, and we had a lot of fun. Now, now, Jacqueline, how does that, when you look back on your life now and, and, you know, cause it's moving probably faster than it ever has. If you're doing, I, I mean, I don't even know how to ask you how you balance all this stuff. But, cause I think you're just scratching the surface on the stuff that you're actually doing out there right now. But you go from your undergrad selling bracelets, creating a brand, um, moving into really a social media dominator then onto a podcast that grows at an exponential level, then onto TV. So basically a celebrity, you know, how is that? I mean, cause you're the entrepreneur of the three uh, hosts on the, on the lady gang podcast, right? One's been an entertainer and one's been an actress and you're sort of, a, yeah. I, say, I hate to say the odd one, but, but an entrepreneur generally when you're doing the, you know, podcasts like that, where there's a celebrity tone, you have celebrities also that, that, uh, that host. But you're the entrepreneur, so you're the self-made, you know, from the beginning. Uh, how does that, when you look back on things, can you believe it? I mean, do you just look back and go, how did, how did I get to this point? Or were you really progressing to wanting to get to this level? Was no, I mean, I, it was not intentional. I mean, honestly, nothing in my professional life has been intentional, which is, I look back and that's why I say for the Lady Gang, it's like we kind of just are going with the flow and you know, really going in the direction that the tide is taking us. Because when I had my Jack Vanek brand, when it was starting in the first few years, I tried to really push back against a lot of things because I wanted to do 
something this way. And I thought people would like the thing I'm, this thing that I'm doing. And you really have to listen to the people that are your consumers and are your fans and your listeners, because they're going to be the ones that are consuming any content that you're putting out there. So I think you kind of got to get out of your own way in that, in that, in that realm. Um, because that's what's going to bring you the best success. But yeah, I definitely wasn't expecting I didn't even know, barely knew what a podcast was when we started our podcast. So <laughs> that thing has been, it's been pretty crazy. Yeah. Elvin put so, me, asked me to do this podcast with him and I had absolutely no idea what a podcast was either at this point. So I'm figuring it out as I go here as well, which is not completely true, but, but, but uh, podcasting, you know, everybody's doing, you know, a lot of people are doing podcasts now and there's a, the, the big question that, that I don't think we have and other people have and, and part of why we wanted to have you on is really our first guest is because your podcast is so huge. How do you get the most out of podcasts? How do you grow your podcast? You know, because this is all about learning on, on our podcast, the Ed Up experience. How do we take a podcast or how does anybody else take a podcast and grow it? So, you know, with podcasting, all you have is audio. That's all you have. That's all anybody is yeah. going to judge you off of. So you need to just make sure that whatever you're creating, your content is good. So right. whatever it is, I mean, there's a podcast about everything and there's going to be consumers of any type of subject in the world. So whatever you're going to decide to make your podcast on, you just have to make sure your content's good. People can see right through it within the first, you know, five minutes of listening. So I think just focusing on that and then just really figuring out what your brand is. I think the the biggest problem that I see, especially in podcasts like The Lady Gang, like in our genre, is there is no structure to a lot of them. And it kind of, the conversations can drag on or, you know, there's no, there's no focal point of what they're talking about. So I think just keeping things very concise and knowing what you're going to talk about and getting your point across so things don't kind of drag on and become this long-winded conversation. I think that's where people digest it the best. Oh, that's Elvin, fantastic. let's I make sure that. our conversation doesn't go on too long here, but I know. I was saying the same thing. Let me get my last question in then. Cause, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what I want to do is I want to ask all our dad, all our guests, no matter, you know, where they come from. It's kind of like, because you've been through education, you went through, you know, uh, K-12, to and then you did college. And so I'm just curious, your thoughts, just your thoughts, Jack. Uh, what do you see is the future of education? What do you think? Just your thoughts. Oh, that's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> the future of education, I mean, with technology and with, you know, the availability for so much information to so many people with the internet um i don't know i feel like the future of education it's kind of the opportunities are endless of where it can go and how people can learn um i think you know conventional education can probably and is probably starting to change i'm not super into that world so i don't know exactly what's going on but um i think that there's just probably a lot more opportunity for people that didn't have it uh, previously, which is awesome because there's so many different ways to learn. You know, it's funny that you say that. And it's funny you say that because, you know, as we're starting this podcast, uh, Jack, you know, people perceive, because Elvin and I both work in higher education. And I think the perception, you know, if you don't work in the industry is that higher ed is boring. I mean, 
you know, uh, for us, it's exciting. We want to work in higher education, yeah. but for a lot of people look at higher education and go, oh, wow, this is so, super boring. So our aim with this podcast is to, to talk about learning doesn't have to be boring. You know, learning about right. how someone, someone becomes a, a part of a, a three-person team to grow a, a podcast to 55 million downloads. If you can even take one thing away from this podcast and listen to Jack talk about how to grow to grow to 55 million downloads, that's about that's how we can learn. We can learn through listening to other people and all, all these other ways, like you said, access to technology. But my question, my my question is, um, if you now with the Lady Gang in particular, you're influencing women every day, and how do you accept that responsibility? And, and how does it make you feel when you know that you're doing good? And, and, you know, so do you feel that sense of responsibility to, to continue to influence? And how does it make you feel when you know you're making that positive influence? So, um, right. So I think the coolest thing about the Lady Yang and the three of us is we, what we are talking about in the podcast, we are so unapologetically ourselves you know womanhood is messy it's beautiful and it's fun but it's heartbreaking and we're you know just trying to stumble through it all together and we've all just tried to be as much ourselves as we can so when that resonates with our girls that makes us feel you know incredible there's no feeling like it because it's not like we're trying to put on you know a mask or like the best version of ourselves we're just being us even when it's not our best day. And, you know, that's where I feel like we resonate with our girls the most. So it's a really, it's a great feeling. And I don't think that we're like quote unquote role models in any sense, because we're not trying to be this like buttoned up version of ourselves. But I think maybe because we're sort of, you know, stripping everything back, um, we can actually be an authentic um, person for uh, girls to look up to. That's awesome. And, and real quickly, yeah. real quickly before, you know, we, we wrap up. Um, now you went on tour. I was uh, sort of looking at some information here and you guys did a, a nationwide tour. Is that, is that correct? And what was that tour about and, and how did that go? Yeah, so we did uh, a tour this summer. It was seven dates over the country. We did Texas, D.C., Chicago, um, some West Coast states. It was amazing. I mean, my favorite thing in the world is meeting our lady gang girls out in the wild. Uh, they're so <laughs> cool. They're so rad. They're so smart. Um, and I want to be friends with every single one of them. So that's what kind of touches us the most is actually seeing the impact that we're making in person with these girls. So it was amazing. Okay. We're doing another one this summer. We have a book coming out. So we're doing a book tour and uh, wow. we'll, be hitting, we'll, we'll be hitting more cities. So I can't wait. Well, so the, with the tour, um, with the tour, did you do your podcast live? While you're yeah, tour? they're all li they're all live shows. Yeah. Wow. They got rowdy. <laughs> Elvin, Elvin, something yeah. for us to shoot for. Live yeah, touring. Yeah. Know, right? that, that could be us, Jack. That could be us. Yeah, um, right. Jack, you you are amazing. Thank you so much for your time. We really, really appreciate. It. This has been fantastic, and and yeah, uh, you know. I think uh, you provided tons of value and we look, we're going to put all your information in the show notes so people can get in contact with you and follow you and see what you're doing and all the best. I'll continue, continued wonderful success to you, Jack. Oh, thank you so yeah, much for having me so guys. Much. It was so fun. Thank you. And Thanks. good luck with the book. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Jack. Talk to you soon. Bye guys. 
So there you have it. Uh, Joe, what a fantastic conversation with Jack, don't you think? Uh, you, you know, the most amazing thing about her is that, you know, when you think about her in her undergrad as a senior selling bracelets at rock concerts to going and literally having a podcast that, you know, with 95, 55 million downloads and a TV show, like I can't even get my head around it. It's amazing to see somebody that go to, to do that level of, you know, to have that level of success that you think. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what I love too? I think the most for me was the, her parents and the support that they gave her yeah. when she said they always support her crazy ideas. I thought that was fantastic. So kudos to her parents. And, and I wish, you know, more parents who kind of uh, listen to this and, and take a piece of that and roll with that because, you know, their kids have crazy ideas and they got to roll with them. And then look what happened to her. You know, I mean, yeah, she had so much support from her parents and she's doing fantastic. So I thought it was a, a very, very great first interview. Yeah. And you know, the, the, for us to take away and, and uh, you know, how to grow pro- a podcast and she has a lot of success. The, the Lady Gang is it's huge. And then her true crime podcast, The First Degree, is also growing rapidly. Um, but, you know, the thing that, that I love the most out of this is where, you know, she says, be yourself, be authentic. And I think that's, you know, I, I hope we're, I know we're on the same page, Alvin, that we want to make this yeah. as natural as possible. You know, this is this is uh higher ed can really be uh uh you know i hate to say boring but it can be and we want to make it and bring the exciting parts of higher ed out where you can literally learn anything at any time and upskill yourself in any way absolutely yeah and that's the whole idea about the ed up experience and that's what we want to do and so it's a great first episode uh we're still going to work on the audio quality it's it's going to take us a little time we're going to figure this out it'll get better we want to get better but it's our first one so it's exciting to have the first one under our belt and for everyone listening thank you so much for uh supporting us and we really appreciate it and don't forget elvin our next guest is a um a, a highly influential higher ed leader uh who will be bringing a perspective on um on uh, higher education and what it looks like in the future and i think i'm very excited to talk to him oh absolutely i, I can't wait for that one so please definitely tune in for the next episode because it's going to be fantastic this guy that we have coming on is amazing that's a really interesting um perspective for the future of higher ed and, and education in general so i look forward to picking his brain so it's going to be fun so, yeah, download uh and listen to this podcast uh, subscribe rate us review us we love feedback uh, good or bad we'll take whatever you want to give us and and uh thanks for being an awesome co-host ellen no uh, thank you joe until next time Hope you enjoyed that episode. To learn more about the EdUp Experience, please visit edupexperience.com. That's E-D-U-P, experience, all one word, dot com. And please feel free to rate, review, subscribe, and share this podcast. We really, really appreciate your support. You've been listening to the EdUp Experience, where we make education your business with your hosts, Joe Solustio and Elvin Freitas.